Welcome to episode 200 of the first 40 miles. If you're new to backpacking or if you're hopelessly in love with someone who wants you to love backpacking, then this podcast is for you. We'll talk about the essentials, how to lighten your load, and how to make the most of your time on the trail. I'm your host, Heather Legler. And I'm Josh Legler. And this is the first 40 miles. Today we are on site on the Pacific Crest Trail. We just took a little detour though, and we are at the Big Lake Youth Camp, sponsored by the Seventh-day Adventists. There's a nice little PCT welcome center here for all the PCT hikers that come through on the trail. We just spent one week on the Pacific Crest Trail. Uh, We were accompanying our friend Steve, who's doing the entire Oregon section of the trail, and uh, we joined him along with two of our sons for one week We did about 70 miles, and we've just wrapped up those 70 miles. Every year I take a group of friends backpacking, and last year I decided that I wanted to do the Oregon portion of the Pacific Crest Trail. And so I went to my friends and said, hey, I've got a stupid idea. And they said, yeah, it is stupid. Can we join you? (laughs) And so for each week of the five weeks I'm on the trail, I have friends joining me. This week has been uh, the Leglers. And it's been quite fun hiking with them, learning a lot, uh, enjoying their company. My favorite moment on the trail has been when we were at South Sisters Mirror Lake, and a couple came through asking if they had any extra food because they had misjudged or got caught in the rain. And I said, sure, I gave them a couple of meals. Glad to be able to do that. But the fun thing about being out here is celebrating my 70th birthday and enjoying the outdoors, enjoying the challenge, making sure that it's broken down into measurable goals that I can accomplish each day. And at the end of 36 days, I'll have completed the trail. Well, it's been an amazing week for us. I can't even imagine what it's been like for you, Steve, just all the things you've seen and just the uh, the richness of the trail here in Oregon. I thought it would be fun right now just to kind of throw out randomly um, all the different animals and wildlife that we've seen since being on the trail. What have you guys seen? I saw a coyote. (laughs) I've seen deer, squirrels, frogs, ants, flies. Uh, Heather, you screamed uh, twice (laughs) Twice. on the the trail. You got two screams, actually three (laughs) Three, screams out of me, but just two were animal cause. Uh, I was looking down at the dirt and a toad jumped out of the dirt and kind of freaked me out the other was a snake and normally snakes aren't that scary but you know you're looking down the trail for miles and miles and you see so many sticks and when one of those sticks slithers it is scream worthy so got a good scream out of me <laughs> and i think oh, your third yes, scream was animal caused right, it was it was a hornet i got stung on my bare foot i was wearing sandals for most of the trail and just got stung and the yeah, the sting kind of radiated around my toe, and that caused a little scream. Last night as we were coming into camp, it was a long day, 17 miles. It's the most I've ever hiked in a day with a pack on. And uh, as Heather and I came into camp, uh, the sun was just setting. I think we got into camp like five minutes after the sun set. So it was that perfect time of day to see deer. And uh, they were just a few feet away from us. Got some great pictures. Oh, yeah, I saw a beaver on the trail, and I also saw a pheasant. Yeah, I, I forgot about the pheasant. You saw the same pheasant, I think. <laughs> I've seen a peregrine, peregrine falcon. Oh. Oh, and camp robbers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Those little birds, they swarm, and they're not afraid of you. It's like that Hitchcock movie. They kind of gang up on you and swarm really close to your head. Um, when I was uh, at camp by myself, 
I was sitting there and a camp robber came by and his wings crushed my hat. And so I looked at him. His buddy stole the other half of my bagel. It was on the other side. Yeah, they're, they're strong little birds. They're tough. <laughs> Pretty clever. <laughs> there were a lot of people on the PCT that were from different countries who came all the way to the Northwest to hike the PCT. And we actually met some people from Germany and South Korea and like other places. So as my brother and I were filtering water at a creek, the guy from Germany he came up and started washing his dishes in the creek. And he was like, are you going north or south? We were like, oh yeah, we're heading north. And he was heading south. So we talked a little and that was pretty cool because my brother speaks German and they talked about how fluent they were. And then after that, we headed back on the trail and said bye to him. So that was fun to talk to someone on the trail. So the section of the Pacific Crest Trail that we're doing with Steve here in Oregon is the E section and part of the F section. So it covered some really nice lush forest. It was beautiful. And then also this really stark moon-like section of lava, lava rock, I guess I should say, because it wasn't flowing. And then tons of lakes. So just a visually stunning section of the Pacific Crest Trail. We were really blessed to be able to take the hike this week. Originally, we said it was going to be 93 miles. Uh, we cut off a day because we were coming back from a vacation and had to drop off our 10-year-old with Grandma and Grandpa. We didn't end up bringing our 10-year-old, which is something we talked about in a previous episode. We were just really struggling trying to figure out if we were going to bring our youngest. In the end, I think it was a really good call to not bring him because it was so challenging <laughs> on some of the days. I didn't cry, but I wanted to. So um, we'll include him on future trips, but this one was a pretty intense one. You said this trip was very intense. It was an intense trip. What did you think? We didn't use tents. Uh, <laughs> thank you. First pun of the morning. This is rubbing off on you. Oh, so no. <laughs> we brought one tent on this trip. For the four of us, it's our Appy Trails Mark V tent. I think we reviewed it in a previous episode. And uh, we brought it because it's the lightest thing we have that can fit all four of us under it. Uh, we only used it one night. All the other nights, we just rolled out our sleeping bags on the ground and watched the stars. Of course, one morning, we did wake up with frost on our sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> So for today's top five list, we wanted to talk about our top five favorite moments from this past week. And since there are five of us, four Leglers and one Steve, we thought we'd all just throw in something into the pot here. So my favorite thing on the trail was as I was hiking up past the three sisters, I saw something red off the trail in the rocks. And so I scrambled up a little bit and... It was a fuel canister, so I actually found out it was full. So I just got a full, like, one of those large fuel canisters, and so that was pretty neat. And I remember you warming yourself a couple mornings just by turning on the fuel uh, and clicking on the burner, just holding your hands over the fire. Yeah, um, campfires were banned, so we couldn't really wake up to something that comfortable. So it was nice to just turn on the stove and just get heat from that. And wasn't it on day one that you found something else on the trail? It or was day red. two? Yeah, you found another red thing on the trail. Yeah, on day two, I saw something red like next to a tree. And I was like, oh, what's that? It's probably just some litter. And I found out it was a wedge from the PCTA. 
which is the Pacific Crest Trail Association. So I picked that up and I still have it. So someone left a wedge behind after cutting a log off the trail and we're grateful they cut the log off the trail. It's too bad they lost their wedge, but uh, doing our part to leave no trace, we picked up the wedge. <laughs> You'll have to do some trail work and bring the wedge with you. <laughs> yep. All right, top five number two. My favorite part of this backpacking trip so far was the Obsidian Limited Entry Area. It's such a crazy place. You walk into it and at first you see like some giant obsidian boulders and you're like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. Then you go farther and there's a waterfall and the ground you're standing on is just shards of obsidian on the ground. It's crazy. And then you go just a little bit farther, you get to the stream that uh, goes to the waterfall and there's like, there's obsidian in the stream that's been smoothed over by the water and it's just a really cool landscape. My favorite moment from this week was also part of our most challenging moment. It was going through those lava fields. It was about four miles straight of lava rocks. It was pretty, pretty hard because you had to focus on every single step so you wouldn't twist your ankle. So we got through that and walked through some forest and then came more lava rock and it was just really disheartening I guess to walk through that lava rock again and just not know when it was going to end and right I guess maybe in the middle of that my son Isaac radioed me on our ham radios and was like this is KI7NXN how are you guys doing and honestly I was not doing well and just hearing his voice was like oh it was so sweet so it just made me feel like I wasn't going through it alone. It was just really great to know that Isaac had made it to camp, but also he was thinking of us and concerned about us getting through that really difficult section. Thursday was your hardest day, and Wednesday was my hardest day. Uh, both days were long, and uh, Wednesday was also my highlight day, though. It's funny how that happens, where your hardest day also contains the highlight of the week. Wednesday morning, we headed out from Sisters Mirror Lake, climbed up through the forest a little ways, and then it finally opened up into this broad meadow that was a couple miles long. And across from the meadow, you could see South Sister, one of those peaks, and just beyond South Sister, Middle Sister, and, and eventually as we hiked along, we saw North Sister as well, uh, with the glaciers on the side, and it was one of those beautiful, clear mornings. The temperature was perfect. Uh, up until then, we'd been hiking through forest, which is nice, but we can hike through forest any time, a half hour from our house. We do it a lot. And when we got up into that meadow and saw those mountain peaks and glaciers, you know, that's that moment where I said, ah, this is what I came for. This is why I'm here. It was just beautiful. Turns out later that day, my right knee started to hurt. And the second half of that day was extremely difficult for me. But uh, the highlight was wonderful. Well, Steve, you're the oldest. <laughs> you get to go last. But one of my favorite moments was the long, difficult hike yesterday, uh, knowing that I could do it, but being able to keep the pace, have the stamina, get through the rocks, get through the trees, get to where I needed to go. I've discovered that as you make any kind of a journey or any kind of a goal, if you break it down into doable things, it makes the journey that much better. And uh, I was able to accomplish that yesterday and feel real good about it. 
We're gonna skip the Summit gear review today because we don't have the data. All we have is the experience, you know, the trial part of the Summit gear review. We took the Sierra Designs Duo 20 degree sleeping bag, which is a two person sleeping bag with us on this trip and we loved it. It's our first time with a two-person sleeping bag. It accommodates two pads. You can both have your own, you know, sleep number pads that you slide into the little sleeves. It has a hood. It has a little blanket that you can snuggle up with. We loved that sleeping bag. So we want to give it the attention it deserves on an upcoming episode, but we wanted to kind of let you know what we were working on here on the trail. But we do have a hack today. So for today's backpack hack of the week, we wanted to teach you how to make paracord compression straps. Being able to compress your gear in your backpack is so important because it means that you can essentially fit more in. It's not taking up as much volume. And there are some items like sleeping bags or clothing that tend to puff up unless you can compress them down. But you don't necessarily need a compression sack in order to compress your gear. So here's how you do the paracord compression straps. You take a long length of paracord and you fold it in half. Then you take that paracord and you wrap it around your stuff sack that has been filled with a sleeping bag or whatever, and you wrap it like a gift. Except instead of tying a pretty bow on top, what you do is you tie a slip knot on top. So you'll have a little loop in your right hand and the rest of the paracord in your left hand. And you're going to use the mechanical advantage of this rope and stick that line that's in your left hand through the loop that's in your right hand and cinch it down. And keep cinching. You may need to sit on your sleeping bag. Keep cinching, keep cinching until it is as squished as it can be. And then take the rest of that line and kind of loop it around um, or tie it off just so it'll stay secure. I picked up this little paracord compression strap hack from our friend Tyson who went backpacking with us. He didn't have all the gear that he needed, but he really wanted to go backpacking with his family. And when I saw what he did with this paracord compression strap system, I thought it was just brilliant. And to me, it illustrated perfectly what backpacking is all about. It's taking minimal gear and making the best of it and really being creative with how you use it and what you do with it. So thank you, Tyson, for today's paracord compression strap backpack hack of the week. So for today's trail wisdom, we want to give Steve the microphone. And um, one of the fun things about Steve that's just been, well, in real life and trail life, he always has a joke. Some jokes are better than others. All but... of my jokes are good. Thank you. <laughs> they're equal. We'll say they're all equal. Um, and humor is a big part of getting through the tough times in life. And so we thought we'd allow Steve. We'll give you one chance, Steve, <laughs> to share a joke as your trail wisdom. Why are most of the seven dwarfs on antidepressants? Uh, why? Because six out of seven aren't happy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Just a little. That was a good, a good representative uh, joke. It's gambling. <laughs> Should we give him one more chance, or is that? <laughs> Signing out from the Pacific Crest Trail. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on the first forty miles.
Now I get to hobble away. <laughs> I'm so sore. <laughs> Me too. We're going to have to stand up now. No, I never want to stand up again. <laughs> Here we go. 